Hey everyone, welcome back to the Preacher Trick where we are reading the Bible together every day this year. It is day 48 and we are in Numbers 25 through 27 in Psalm 48. I hope you're ready to buckle up because chapter 26 is almost completely names. It is the list of um, the census and well, we all know how these names go. And I'm just going to apologize now. Maybe I should just make some up and say Jack and Bob and Fred and... (laughs) I'm kidding. Anyway, let's get going. While Israel was staying in the Acacia Grove, the people began to prostitute themselves with the women of Moab. The women invited them to the sacrifices for their gods, and the people ate and bowed and worshipped to their gods. So Israel aligned itself with Baal of Peor, and the Lord's anger burned against Israel. The Lord said to Moses, Take all of the leaders of the people and execute them in broad daylight before the Lord, so that his burning anger may turn away from Israel. So Moses told Israel's judges, Kill each of the men who aligned themselves with Baal of Peor. An Israelite man came bringing a Midianite woman to his relatives in the sight of Moses and the whole Israelite community while they were weeping at the entrance to the tent of meeting. When Phinehas, son of Eleazar, son of Aaron, the priest, saw this, he got up from the assembly, took a spear in his hand, followed the Israelite man into the tent, and drove it through both the Israelite man and the woman through her belly. Then the plague on the Israelites was stopped. But those who died in the plague numbered 24,000. The Lord spoke to Moses, Phinehas, son of Eleazar, son of Aaron, the priest, has turned back my wrath from the Israelites because he was zealous among them with my zeal, so that I did not destroy the Israelites in my zeal. Therefore, I declare, I grant him my covenant of peace. It will be a covenant of perpetual priesthood for him and his future descendants because he was zealous for his God and made atonement for the Israelites. The name of the slain Israelite man who was struck dead with the Midianite woman was Zimri, son of Salu, the leader of the Simeonite family. The name of the slain Midianite woman was Cosby, the daughter of Zer, a tribal head of a family in Midian. The Lord told Moses, Attack the Midianites and strike them dead, for they attacked you with treachery that they used against you in the Peor incident. They did the same in the case involving their sister Cosby, daughter of the Midianite leader who was killed the day the plague came to Peor. After the plague, the Lord said to Moses and Eleazar, son of Aaron the priest, take a census of the entire Israelite community by their ancestral families of those 20 years old or more who can serve in Israel's army. So Moses and the priest of the priest Eleazar said to them in the plains of Moab, by the Jordan across from Jericho, take a census of those 20 years old or more, as the Lord had commanded Moses and the Israelites who came out of the land of Egypt. Reuben was the firstborn of Israel. Reuben's descendants, the Hanukite clan from Hanak, the Paluite clan from Palu, the Hezronite clan from Hezron, the Carmite clan from Carmi, these are the Reubenite clans, and the registered men numbered 43,730. The son of Palu was Eliab. The sons of Eliab were Nemuel, Dathan, and Abiram. It was Dathan and Abiram chosen by the community who fought against Moses and Aaron, and they and Korah's followers fought against the Lord. The earth opened its mouth and swallowed them with Korah when his followers died, and the fire consumed 250 men. They serve as a warning sign. The sons of Korah, however, did not die. Simeon's descendants by their clans, the Nemuelite clan from Nemuel, the Jamanite clan from Jamin, the Jaconite clan from Jacon, the Zerahite clan from Zerah, the Shal- Shalite clan from Shal, 
These were the Simeonite clans numbering 22,200 men. Gad's descendants by their clans, the Zephonite clan from Zephon, the Haggite clan from Haggai, the Shunite clan from Shunai, the Yaznite clan from Oznai, the Arite clan from Arai, the Arodite clan from Arod, the Arelite clan from Areli. These were the Gadite clans numbered by their registered men, 40,500. Judah's sons included Ur and Onan, but they died in the land of Canaan. Judah's descendants by their clans, the Shelanite clan from Shelah, the Perizzite clan from Perez, the Sarahite clan from Zerah, the descendants of Perez, the Herzanite clan from Hezron, the Hemulite clan from Hemel. These were Judah's clans numbered by their registered men, 76,500. Issachar's descendants by their clans, the Tolaite clan from Tola, the Punite clan from Puva, the Jashubite clan from Jashub, the Shimronite clan from Shimron. These were Issachar's clans, numbered by their registered men, 64,300. Zebulun's descendants by their clans, the Seredite clan from Sered, the Elonite clan from Elon, the Jehelite clan from Jehelial. These were the Zebulonite clans, numbered by their registered men, 60,500. Joseph's descendants by their clans, from Manasseh and Ephraim. Manasseh's descendants, the Macarite clan from Macar, Macar father Gilead, the Gileadite clan from Gilead. These were Gilead's descendants, the Iezerite clan from Iezer, the Helakite clan from Helak, the Ezreelite clan from Israel, the Shechemite clan from Shechem, the Shemadite clan from Shemida, the Hepherite clan from Hepher. Zelophehad, son of Hepher, had no sons, only daughters. The names of Zelophehad's daughters were Mala, Noah, Hagla, Milka, and Terza. These were Manasseh's clans, numbered by their registered men, 52,700. These were Ephraim's descendants by their clans. The Shethulahite clan from Shethula, the Becherite clan from Becher, the Tehanite clan from Tehan. These were Shethula's descendants. The Aaronite clan from Aaron. These were the Ephraimite clans, numbered by their registered men, 32,500. These were Joseph's descendants by their clans. Benjamin's descendants by their clans, the Belite clan from Bela, the Ashbelite clan from Ashbel, the Aharamite clan from Aharam, the, Shef, the Shufamite clan from Shufam, the Hufamite clan from Hufam, Bela's descendants from Ard and Naaman, the Ardite clan from Ard, and Naamite clan from Naaman. These were the Benjaminite clans numbered by their registered men, 45,600. These were Dan's descendants by their clans, the Shuamite clan from Shuam. These were the clans of Dan by their clans, all the Shuamite clans numbered by their registered men, 64,400. Asher's descendants by their clans, the Imnite clan from Emna, the Ishvite clan from Ishvi, the Barite clan from Bariah, from Bariah's descendants, the Heberite clan from Heber, the Malkielite clan from Malkiel, and the name of Asher's daughter was Sarah. These were the Asherite clans numbered by the registered men, 53,400. Nephtali's descendants by their clans, the Jezeelite clan from Jezeel, the Gunite clan from Gunai, the Jezerite clan from Jezer, the Shelemite clan from Shilam. These were the Nephtali clans numbered by their registered men, 45,400. These registered Israelite men numbered 601,730. The Lord spoke to Moses, the land is to be divided among them as an inheritance based on the number of names. Increase the inheritance for a large tribe and decrease it for a small one. Each is to be given its inheritance according to those who were, were registered in it. The land is to be divided by lot. 
they will receive an inheritance according to the names of their ancestral tribes. Each inheritance will be divided by a lot among the larger and smaller tribes. These were the Levites registered by their clans, the Gershonite clan from Gershon, the Kohathite clan from Kohath, the Merarite clan from Merari. These were the Levite family groups, the Libnite clan, the Hebronite clan, the Malite clan, the Mushite clan, the Korahite clan. Kohath was the ancestor of Amram. The name of Amram's wife was Jacob, sorry, Jacobed, a descendant of Levi, born to Levi in Egypt. She bore to Amram, Aaron, Moses, and their sister Miriam. Nadab, Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar were born to Aaron. But Nadab and Abihu died when they presented unauthorized fire before the Lord. Those registered were 23,000 every male, one month old or more. They were not registered among the other Israelites because no inheritance was given to them among the Israelites. These were the ones registered by Moses and the priest Eleazar when they registered the Israelites on the plains of Moab by the Jordan across from Jericho. But among them there was not one of those who had been registered by Moses and the priest Aaron when they registered the Israelites in the wilderness of Sinai, for the Lord had said to them that they would all die in the wilderness. None of them was left except Caleb, son of Jephunneh, and Joshua, son of Nun. The daughters of Zelophehad approached Zelophehad, was the son of Hepher, son of Gilead, son of Maker, son of Manasseh, from the clans of Manasseh, the son of Joseph. These were the names of his daughters, Mala, Noah, Hagla, Milcah, and Terzah. They stood before Moses, the priest Eleazar, the leaders, and the entire community at the entrance to the tent of meeting, and said, Our father died in the wilderness, but he was not among Korah's followers who gathered together against the Lord. Instead, he died because of his own sin, and he had no sons. Why should the name of our father be taken away from his clan? Since he had no son, give us property among our father's brothers. Moses brought their case before the Lord, and the Lord answered him. What Zelophehad's daughters say is correct. You are to give them hereditary property among their father's brothers and transfer their father's inheritance to them. Tell the Israelites when a man dies without having a son, transfer his inheritance to his daughter. If he has no daughter, give his inheritance to his brothers. If he has no brothers, give his inheritance to his father's brothers. If his father has no brothers, give his inheritance to the nearest relative of his clan. He will take possession of it. This is to be a statutory ordinance for the Israelites as the Lord commanded Moses. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go up this mountain of the Abarim range and see the land that I have given Israel. After you have seen it, you will also be gathered to your people. Seen it, you will also be gathered to your people as Aaron your brother was. When the community quarreled in the wilderness of Zen, both of you rebelled against the command to demonstrate my holiness in their sight at the waters. Those were the waters of Meribah Kadesh in the wilderness of Zen. So Moses appealed to the Lord. May the Lord, the God who gives breath to all, appoint a man over the community who will go out before them and come back in before them, and who will bring them out and bring them in so that the Lord's community wouldn't be like sheep without a shepherd. The Lord replied to Moses, Take Joshua, son of Nun, a man who has the Spirit in him, and lay your hands on him. Have him stand before the priest Eleazar and the whole community and commission him in their sight. Confer some of your authority on him so that the entire Israelite community will obey him. He will stand before the priest Eleazar, who will consult the Lord for him with the decision of the Urim. He and all the Israelites with him, even the entire community, will go out and come back in at his command. Moses did as the Lord commanded him. He took Joshua, had him stand before the priest Eleazar, and the entire community laid his hands on him and commissioned him as the Lord had spoken through Moses.
I go back to how so many times in scripture in the Old Testament, you will see where the spirit of God comes upon certain people for certain moments or for certain things. But Joshua, a man who had the spirit in him, he was already cared for, already known, already well-respected. We know of his bravery regarding leading the Israelites because he and Caleb were ready to take the land. The only thing he didn't have at that point was like the official, like, you know, seal, the stamp of approval. And this ceremony, this moment, symbolically transferred the leadership of the Israelites from Moses to Joshua. It's pretty cool. Psalm 48. The Lord is great and highly praised in the city of our God. Hmm. That's good. The Lord is great and highly praised in the city of our God. His holy mountain rising splendidly is the joy of the whole earth. Mount Zion, the summit of Zaphon, is the city of the great king. God is known as a stronghold in its citadels. Look, the kings assembled the advance together. They looked and froze with fear and they fled in terror. Trembling seized them there, agony like that of a woman in labor, as you wrecked the ships of Tarshish without or with the with the east wind. Just as we heard, so we have seen in the city of the Lord of armies, in the city of our God, God will establish it forever. God, within your temple, we contemplate your faithful love. Like your name, God, so your praise reaches to the ends of the earth. Your right hand is filled with justice. Mount Zion is glad. Judah's villages rejoice because of your judgments. Go around Zion, encircle it, count its towers, note its ramparts, tour its citadels, so that you can tell a future generation, this God, our God forever and ever, he will always lead us. Come on, friends, this God, our God forever and ever, he will always lead us. I'm just going to let us go on that right there. I hope you have a great day.